0: yo welcome back warriors this is the laughing warrior podcast my name is rob Wong,
1: and i am scott paliaccio as always still scott over here still being me
0: repeatedly scott paliaccio
1: <laughs> yes yes i feel like i'm transforming and morphing into something else um but it's still that's still the name i was i was given at birth so i don't know if i'm the same person i was a few minutes ago but the name is still the same
0: yeah let's talk let's talk a little bit about what you're doing to like embody this new person. Like, how are you changing who you were to become who you are?
1: Mm, great question, man. Uh, so recently, I signed up for a Spartan race in Southern California. I just noticed that my 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 life or I felt off. And so typically that means my training in the gym is off because that kind of transcends and goes out into other areas of my life, into my business, into my relationships. And I remember this reoccurring thought kept coming up in my head. You got to train for something, Scott. You got to train for something, Scott. You got to train for something, Scott. And then finally I just got on, I got, I'm like, take action. Oh, simple thing. Got online, got on on the Spartan, um, website looked up races that were happening in 2023 in other locations in other parts of the country and world and i found one in southern california that uh was one i wanted to do it was a 10k 20 obstacle um super and then as i started to train um i'm utilizing a training methodology that i used for a beast which was a it's a like double that it's like a 20 K and 30 something obstacles, but I'm using that regimen to train for this because this is the key here for me. Is I decided I had this mindset shift that I don't want to be complacent in a sense that I've always trained just to finish and get through it. This time I put it in my mind that I want to train to win in my age group. I want to land on the podium. And I chose this modality and this methodology of training specifically because there was a man that I found on YouTube who was not in shape, never really worked out, never did a Spartan race, and he uh, either put together or found this route, this five-day routine, and I used it for the last one. and And I finished, and uh, I'm I finished pretty pretty good. wasn't like training to win. I wasn't in that mindset. This one is half the distance, pretty much. Um, A few obstacles less. And I'm using that same methodology, that same modality, um, and just going really hard with the training. And I added some extra work in on top of it. So that training was for a beast. I'm doing a super, so I'm adding an extra training. And I feel like I just noticed in yoga yesterday, I'm like, I'm stronger, like in my poses, in my body. And i really notice in my mind i'm stronger like that's where it starts for me i think thought is the first cause you know the thought i'm thinking i'm gonna win and then the that's the cause and then the effect is like my body's getting stronger just instant feels instantaneously but doing the work in the gym and going like full throttle never felt this way never felt this way like and been aware that when I'm not training at 100% or whatever, giving my all or leaving it all out on the floor, it's a huge difference than just training to, to run the race. Training to win is a whole different mindset for me. And it's, it's really interesting. I was wiping sweat, my sweat off of the floor. And what came to me was you are leaving everything that you have, a piece of you on the goddamn floor. And as I was aware of that on my hands and knees, I was so grateful. I'm like, I never knew what it felt like to train so hard, like to win, like what Michael Jordan must feel like, or my version of that, or David Goggins, or some of these high level athletes. I felt as if I embodied a version of that. And that's something I've been searching for, for a very long time.
0: Let's talk about the benefits of taking that on. So right now we're talking for the listener about training to win. you're leaving everything on the table, what you got in the tank. Um, so what, what incentive do people have for like taking that on? What difference are you noticing as a result of like living your life this way?
1: Um, I, I'm noticing that I, I, I'm showing up in, in like, in the dating space, like I'm noticing women are very attracted to the man that's showing up at the coffee shop and more phone numbers and more like interest in more engagement in uh, a better quality of woman. Actually, when I'm fully showing up, I'm noticing that the woman, the women that I'm attracting are of the same kind of uh, vibe. And then um, in the gym, I'm noticing that when I want to quit where I would have prior, there's a voice in my head that says, do you remember your training to win? And, and instantaneously, my body goes stronger. And I, I whether it's another rep or whether it's a, a, a faster sprint, uh, I just notice more energy, more power in my body, which gets me to what feels like another level in my training and in my behavior and in uh yeah it, yeah i'll just i'll <laughs> leave it at that i'm excited dude it it's fucking exciting it really is
0: yeah and i feel like i feel like the excitement there can't be like undersold um i feel like the point of life is to be like in that state of joy and excitement about what's coming around the corner. And if that's not there, then like what the fuck am I doing? So I remember you were saying that earlier, which is awesome. Um, And some of these benefits sound pretty killer. I'm excited to try this out for myself. Cool. But I'm also the, the other, the other thing that's popping up for me is like, so like what happens when you have days where it's like, you are not fucking jazzed to be at the gym and like grinding it out. What do you, what do you do in the off days
1: when you're not stoked? Dude, that happens almost every day. There is a <sighs> thought. I'm not kidding you, man. Like this morning it was like the voice in my head is like, yeah, I didn't want to get up. I, I got up and I'm sore as fuck. Cause I'm training as hard as I'm training. You know, my nutrition is on point too and I'm taking care I'm hydrating, but that monster, that shadow, that shadow part of me is always fucking there. It's, and I get out of bed and it's like, oh, fuck. I don't, you know, I don't feel like doing this. I don't want to do this. I, I don't want to go to the gym and go through two to three hours of training. And and then I just kind of, I, I get really present and slow down and breathe and just recognize, become aware that those are just thoughts. And then I kind of feel into the last time I trained and what it felt like when I was in the gym, in the experience, not thinking, just being, not doing, just being. The, the, the doing was being done, but I was just being in the, in the, being in the moment, doing the burpees, doing the sprints, do, lifting the weights. And I remember how jazz that makes me feel. And so when I can be aware oh, I'm thinking the thoughts of not wanting to go to the gym, and that's a pattern and habit. And is that going to get me what I want? You Remember, you're training to win. And another thing, a mantra that I've been using is, that's been showing up for me is, losers never win and winners never lose. And it just keeps showing up. And every time I want to take the elevator, instead of the stairs, because that's a commitment I made to myself is to not take the elevator, that when the, that shadow shows up, whether it's to, when I get up out of bed not telling myself every day I don't want to go to the gym and train, That that mantra comes up or that voice comes up or that feeling, I recall that feeling of what it's like when I'm dripping sweat and I'm just putting it all out on the table and there's nothing left in the tank. And that just supersedes any of the shadow thoughts, man, because I am I'm embodying that feeling of winning and that outweighs the old pattern and habits of thinking uh, and not wanting to do it. Like wanting to do it is becoming the way. And it's it's overshadowing the shadow of not wanting to do it. But to answer your question, every fucking day I get up, I don't want to go to the gym and I don't want to go do the work and I don't want to win and I whatever and then I just slow down, I breathe, I get present. That's not real that those are thoughts. And then I go into, this is non-negotiable for me. This way of being is non-negotiable and it's becoming very easy to now show up.
0: I think that makes a lot of sense, man. I'm, I'm actually like recalling that this shows up for me in different forms. Um, sometimes it's when I'm doing something involving business, like, ah, fuck, this is going to fail. Or it's like in the middle of a relationship with someone where like, whenever I spend time with this person, it's awesome. But then in between, it's like, oh, was this a mistake? Did I choose the right person? Oh, there's X, Y, and Z wrong with her. But those are just thoughts. Those are emotions that are disturbed. And if I take time to deal with them, then I can remember. So I like that you're like represencing yourself to like, that state of success and winning um i think i think the other thing that comes up for me is like for for the for the listener right now like i know that when i hit my 30s i when i when i started going 100 percent at the gym i would just get fucking injured like every single time so like how are you how are you going all out every single time and still also not like tearing your body apart like what are you doing to keep that
1: going yeah great man great question again uh so first thing in the morning, I, I get up and I do some sort of meditation, whether it be loving kindness, um, meta, um, my, you know, some sort of meditation first thing in the morning. So I'm taking care of myself uh, emotionally and psychologically, I guess you would say. And then I started doing more yoga, uh, hot yoga, um, and probably a, a couple of times a week which helps with flexibility, which is not something I used to do. And then every time I go to the gym, I have a 15 minute routine that I do before I do anything. So it's a it's something I found on YouTube. I follow this guy. I go through my stretching routine. And that also, I remember that too, because when I get up, I'm stiff and I'm sore. And that's, When I feel that stiffness and soreness, that's when I notice the thoughts of not wanting to do it come up. And then I remember, oh, I'm going to go stretch. I'm going to walk. I'm going to warm up. I'm going to take good care of myself first. And when I get done with that 15 minute routine, I sit in the bottom of a squat for a minute or two and I keep trying to sit longer. And then I go into a five minute mindfulness meditation. And by the time I get out of that meditation, I am ready to fucking go. There's no thoughts there's no i'm not going to do this it's like i'm ready so meditation and then hydration i'm eating really well um my nutrition is on point i feel like um very intuitive so sleep is a struggle um i'm taking naps and i do that my work schedule is kind of bananas so i'm finding a way that works for me conventional Ways of sleeping is not, it doesn't work in my schedule. So I'll sleep a little bit at night. And then during work, I have the opportunity to take a few naps if I need. If I'm tired, I can pull over, I can rest, I can get a power nap in 20, 30, 40, 50 minutes. Today um, or yesterday, I took like a two hour nap. I had the day off, I worked out. So I'm finding my way into how to um, structure. All of those things: meditation, nutrition, sleep, exercise, and it's. It, I feel like it's a science experiment, and I don't have to be perfect. Um, but I really feel like taking care of my body and my mind in those ways. The stretching is super important. I'm 55, got to. I there's there's no way because my back gets so tight and my hamstrings are so tight. So just really being mindful and taking good care of myself in those ways.
0: Yeah, man, I. I- like in my 20s, I remember it's like warm up. What the fuck is it? And I would just go at it and it was fine. Yeah. And after that, like late 20s, early 30s, it was like, oh, oh, this is a problem. Like I've just injured myself scooping ice cream. Maybe we need, <laughs> maybe we need to do something about this. So I, I do like hearing that as part of this process, it's not just like I'm going ham all the time. I am hearing that you have like a very deliberate system for taking care of your mind and your body as preparation. And like when that's, when that restoration is in place, then I can go hard, but then I restore again afterwards. So you're not just running on an empty tank all the time.
1: Yeah, man, exactly. Yeah. It's super important. Like I have having this, I didn't realize how important routines were. Like I have, I'm figuring it out and what works for me. And now it's like, it makes it easier. And it, makes me want to do it more. Like I have a morning routine. I have a workout routine. I have a meditation routine. I have my fitness uh, or my nutrition routine, my work schedule. Um, I have, you know, the things I need to do for my business, which is, I, I struggle in other areas as well. And so I'm, you know, with business, it's an edge for me starting the business and growing it. So, um, it's, I'm noticing how the fitness and taking care of the mind and body and the connection there transcends into all of these other areas of my life. Like if you're going to go hard in the paint over here, it's making it easier for me to go hard in the paint over here. Like leaning into my edge, knowing, okay, you don't have to be perfect and you don't have to, you know, have it all figured out and just take one step at a time and continue to taking those steps inside of your business Inside of getting your finances, you know, going the way you want them. Inside of creating the life that you want with your relationships with women, with your children, it's like, oh, once I got into this training regimen and dialed it in, it just started to make it easier in every other facet in uh, relationship of my life.
0: Yeah, th- this is actually this is this is quite cool to hear about. Like, one, because I I think that that aspect of like, hey, I feel better than I ever have in my life alone is like worth the cost of admission. That can be a rare and beautiful thing. And just having the opportunity to play that game is amazing. Um, But I'm also hearing that you're seeing like some really concrete gains in the rest of your life. So there are strength gains, like women are looking at you and like really receptive to your approach. You're energized and excited very clearly. Um, and you're taking this on like an experiment in other areas where it's like less confident and assertive, but you're giving yourself grace. Um, and the thing that I'm sort of hearing, like the echo of something that I'm hearing in the background is like, like, it it sounds like you arrived at this and you're able to sustain this because you got to like unattachment. Like, oh, well, you know, if I don't crush it and get first place, I'm planning on it, but if I don't get that thing. I'm going to be okay. Like I'm going to recover from that. It's not going to bother me. So first of all, I guess, does that feel true for you?
1: It does, man. Absolutely. Like knowing that I'm putting everything that I have into the journey because it, and I'm mindful of the journey, dude, like this is fun. I am so aware and in my body and present the day of the race. Cool. And I did the fucking work to get there. What happens is what happens, and I am unattached to what happens because I know I did everything I could, and I was, and I enjoyed it along the way. I, uh, that's a big thing I think for the listener too is to enjoy this man. It's grueling and excruciating. I like that. You know that about me, Rob. I, like <laughs> I like the fucking fire. I like, I, I grow that way. Like, and so the more comfortable I am with being uncomfortable the more I grow. And so, yeah, man, really for the listener, being present and aware that it's not the finish line that I'm shooting for. It's the finish line is every moment, every single moment that I'm showing up. That's the beginning and the end right there, beginning and end, beginning and end. It's this, then it's this, then it's this. and I don't want to miss out on this right now and just think, you know, it's about then. It, that the finish line is cool i, I have something to, to look towards but every moment i'm aware that you know this is awesome and i have a body that gets to do this i get to throw myself on the ground and jump up and clap my hands over over my head in the gym while sweat <laughs> is fucking pouring off of me i'm doing 100 yard fucking dashes with 100 yard dashes with with 100 pounds man and like just it's killer.
0: Jesus, dude. That's crazy. That sounds like my worst nightmare. And like there is there's so much joy on your face. Like maybe there's something to it. Like it's so interesting. Yeah. Um So I I guess I heard like a couple of things there, but like what stands out to me is that sense of hey, I'm really not focused on the day of the race. Like that's going to be a moment in time. It'll come and go. Mm-hmm. It might be like 10 minutes of being overjoyed. It might be a day, but it's going to pass. What What is here for me is I'm finding the pleasure and in the enjoyment of being alive and striving the best that I possibly fucking can in each moment. This might be grueling, but I enjoy the process of it. And that's that's where all this momentum is coming from. I'm winning every second as opposed mm-hmm. to waiting for the finish line to win.
1: Dude, you nailed it, man. That's like that's it. That's fucking it, man. Holy cow. And that I like I just had a huge shift. And I think for the listener this is so important that the joy in each moment is where it's at. Because if you can't find joy in this moment, you can't find it at the finish line either. It's right now. I'm not looking for the next thing. It's right now. It's right now. It's right now. It's right now. I'm experiencing. That is true, Rob. Like I'm noticing like in my body right now, like that is so true for me that in. Can you imagine experiencing that much joy? 20 fucking four hours a day. I'm enjoying Well, not 24 hours a day, but like it, at least the whole entire time in the gym as grueling and as excruciating and as much as I enjoy. I, I do enjoy it. I do, because I am leaving it all out there and I'm not worried about the end result because it'll be, that'll be the next thing. After that, what are you going to train for next? Cool. It'll have something else to train for, but don't forget about right here, right now.
0: And I I think this is a critical distinction to make because there's like a lot of stuff out there in terms of hustle culture, where, where, where it sounds very similar to what Scott is saying but it's completely different because of this like with hustle culture it's like hey push yourself until you collapse and just keep on doing that and you'll become successful but it neglects that there's a foundation here that we're building off of what scott is talking about is hey i am putting just as much into restoration as i am into pushing and striving to achieve my thing i'm not pushing to just cross the finish line and have my celebration then my entire life becomes an expression of joy I'm here to win each moment, but not by someone else's standards. Just like this is really fun for me. I'm going to keep on doing this. And if it's not fun for me, I'm going to find a way to make it fun for me, either by my perception or by just like goofing off as I'm doing these burpees and sweating my ass off in the gym. That's very much who Scott is like I can see him nodding right now. (laughs) And so you want to pay attention to these these differences because this this is where this is where the transformation happens. It's in the act of taking on your life as a constant expression of joy, rather than reaching the finish line that will have you be successful. It's not that you hit the finish line a bunch of times. It's so hard to, it's so hard to put into words, this distinction, but it's, I think it's the, it's the most subtle, but the most important one. Mm. And maybe I'll just leave it off here for you. Does that feel that way to you? It
1: feels exactly that way. It, um, yeah my birthright is success my birthright is enough my birthright is joy my birthright is love and i don't have to look for it in anything outside of me um i already am that i already won because i'm here in this body in this moment there's nothing else that fucking nothing out there dictates how I want to feel in the moment. I, I create that for myself. I was born that way, like because I'm here now, that's it. I won. I'm winning. Um, and I also have a very um, deep respect for one of my favorite authors, and I consider him a mentor, Wayne Dyer. He taught me something that really changed my life in my perspective on things forever, especially when it comes to winning. In our culture, in our society, we're taught that if you cross the finish line first, then you've won. And what he helped me to see was when you cross the finish line first, that's all that means. Or last, if you cross the finish line last, that's all that means. It doesn't mean you lose, what it means is it's both it's paradoxical like how can i lose if i trained like i'm training now and i went through this process i crossed the finish line last that's all that that means i won because i went up against athletes that were better than me that were stronger than me that were faster than me and i competed i just didn't cross the finish line first maybe it was second maybe it was third but that's that's all that means it doesn't mean you win or lose because you didn't cross it first or you crossed it last and that's what something that was conditioned into me that i took into me from outside and believed it until he gave me this perspective nothing out there determines i won if i crossed the if i fucking crossed the finish line last i still won um and yes i want to cross the finish line first that is my goal and if it doesn't occur that way then i look at it like i said i trained with great athletes i trained really hard i left it all out on the field i i didn't i didn't um i didn't hold back i won i'm winning every moment i never lose i either win or i learn
0: yeah this this part i think is pretty killer um And so if you're listening right now and you're like experiencing a reaction is like, ah, like I want to, why would you not go for first place, bro? if you have that part of your mind coming alive right now, um, this is why we have so much talk on this podcast about an attachment. (laughs) And if you find yourself attached to that first place, you're more and more likely to fall short of that goal. Um, There's this and i think i've referenced this a few times like with muscle testing you can kind of see how someone's personal like physical strength is related to their emotional state so if someone is really really striving hard 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 and they really really want that first place or they're going to feel terrible like if they don't get first place they're going to feel awful they are less strong than someone who's just in their joy like all the fucking time like last place fuck yeah like That person is going to be operating much, much stronger than the person who's angry or sad or guilty or shaming themselves. And the further down that list of heavy emotions you go, the worse you perform. So inside of all of this, there's like this little gentle reminder of, hey, take care of you, take care of how you feel, take care of your body. And be in a space where you can be that joy and then bring it to the rest of your life. Like what I see in Scott is something that I see in myself sometimes as well, where it's like, hey, I've gotten very comfortable with being uncomfortable by taking care of myself when I feel uncomfortable. Now it doesn't feel like a problem. So now I'm taking on more risk. And Scott has gone fucking hyper aggressive with this. (laughs) 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 <laughs> but, but it's paying off in spades in his life. He's blowing up in a big way. This is the most successful and most jazzed I've ever seen him. So we're just putting the pieces together here for you. This is like the next step. But learn to take care of yourself. Set, <laughs> set your goals and intentions. Strive, strive to win every moment if you can. But if you start to feel shit about it, take care of you. Mm. Um, like Scott was saying, just having that experimenter's attitude. I'm going to try some shit. If it works out, awesome, I win. If it doesn't work out, I learn. I think that's pretty much it for the Rob recap. Is there anything you want to throw in, man?
1: There was there's something I so, so something else that I and, and thanks for recapping that. There was something else. I to tie into the Wayne Dyer thing. I, I he asked this question: how, Do when racing? Let he used in a, a race uh, someone who was. An athlete who raced, and he put it like this: When you race, do you cross the finish line first 100% of the time? The answer is no. So, like, oh shit, now I lost my train of thought. That being said, if you don't cross the finish line, you spend the majority of your career in racing or whatever it is by 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 these standards of our society and culture losing you don't cross the finish line first 100% of the time so i loved that perspective and it helped me to understand that finding joy in the training in not crossing the finish line first it was okay that's all that it really meant when you're really like mindful and aware I didn't cross the finish line first. Yes, I wanted to do that. That's the goal of this and it didn't happen. And that's okay because I trained with athletes that were better, faster, stronger, and I am now better, faster, stronger. So how could I lose? So by, uh, by our standards, you lost because you didn't cross the finish line first, but you spend the majority of your career not doing that. So why not shift your mindset to, I'm winning constantly because I'm growing and I'm getting uncomfortable and I'm training with people who are better than me. And those are the types of situations I want to be in. I don't want to be the smartest guy, the fastest guy, the strongest guy. I want to be who I am. I would like to cross the finish line first and be that guy, but that's not sustainable for the rest of you. I don't believe, you know, there's always going to be somebody behind you who's better and you're making way for them because you were the best and they, You mirrored something or modeled something to them and they admired and they're striving for that. And then they pass you and it's like, hey, man, good job. You know, not I'm pissed off because this young whippersnapper beat me. It's like fucking awesome, dude. I modeled something for this guy and he took full advantage of it and exceeded, you know, what I could do. And that's part of life, man. I'm winning nonstop, joy nonstop. It's fucking awesome
0: yeah that's a killer point and i think that's why a lot of us end up burned out if especially if we're like goal-oriented people that that statement about like 99 percent of the time probably even more than that right you are not you're not winning you're in the act of trying to get to the win but if you can successfully turn it around to that moment by moment pursuit of what feels like delicious to me what feels like the victory to me here and now your life will be a waking meditation mm. you will be in that joy all the time and so it's going to be a practice uh as yeah. always like baby step your way and and anytime you feel that failure or that sense of i'm losing sit with it nurture it take care of it let it pass and the more times you do that the more invulnerable you become
1: That's well, it. yeah i like that man. no i like what you're saying man because that that like rings true for me like Feeling your feelings like when you don't when like in the morning when I feel like shit like I don't want to do this this, this and the stories it's like okay just sit with that. Okay. Yeah that feels not that great. And then that goes away and there's another one and you sit with that and then it's like the clouds in the sky then there's another one. There's the one that's like oh I remember how good it feels when I finally get into the gym and I'm like oh I'll hold on to that one because that's the one I was looking for. Thank you just waiting watching them pass by until the one that I want shows up and it's like velcro Whoop! I'll hold on to this one bring it into me but just feel it you know don't don't make you have grace and have compassion have kindness they're just thoughts I had this realization today sitting at the coffee bar waiting on uh, the woman I was having a meeting with and I was I felt so much joy in my body because I had cultivated the witness I, I had earbuds in listening to some beautiful music, but the mute it was just music reverberating through my body. And I had this smile on my face. And I was, it was there was just something behind my eyes that was aware of that, man. And I was fucking cheesing my there was a smile from ear to ear, and I'm like, oh my God, this is it. I'm in uh, like this is what it feels like to be enlightened or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Blissed out, um, in the moment. And I'm like, wow, man, I I don't need anything else in this moment. This is a, it's it's perfect, like super beautiful.
0: Yeah. I think that non-neediness more than anything else that I've seen in my own pursuits is the thing that has me succeed with women, with business, any, any, any notable pursuit. But I also like the way that you describe the way that you kind of select your thoughts or like tap into one one wavelength or another like and i I see that come up during my meditations and that's the way that i get into a space of like deep gratitude for being alive like i get to play this game Mm -hmm. but it's very much that i'll notice that there are some thoughts spiraling stuff that i'm trying to fix um and then like those thoughts are okay like Mm -hmm. i'll let them pass like sometimes i just imagine they're like running on an iphone battery from 10 years ago they're like two percent and they fade out and disappear but what i'm waiting for is that undercurrent of joy and then when that comes up i sink into it like i feel into that and the more time i spend there like it's more like a recognition that that's who i really am when everything else has fallen away And what you've described, I think, is kind of like this cool missing link. Because I'm always looking for ways to bring meditation into the real world. Like, how do I do it when I'm working, during my commute, when I'm talking to people? And I'm finding ways, but I think you succinctly, like, distilled it down. It's like, yeah, we're just going to feel the things that we don't want to feel. But then there's that, like, one memory of, like, oh, shit, that's what it's like. There's the joy. There's the fuck, yeah, there's the laughing warrior. And then... You tune in and that becomes your being is that does that feel like that maps what you're saying
1: that's it man that's it you tied it all together and put a bow on it and yeah yeah i think i think the listener should rewind that and listen a couple of times man there's so much juice in what you just recapped uh yeah that's like the action step man right there for sure i i i think I, I don't think I have anything else to add to that, Rob. That was beautiful.
0: Dude, yeah. I think we have like layers and layers of action steps here. Mm-hmm. So you're going to get this one at the level that you get it. And the next time you listen to it, you're probably going to find something new. Because we there, there's like a there's lot, yeah, there's yeah, a lot of depth layers. and mastery and learning built into this one. Yeah,
1: fuck yeah, man. Yeah, so pay attention. Rewind it. Go back and listen. And another thing too for everybody out there if you're getting some value from the podcast make sure you share it with someone man i you know this this has been a lifelong journey for rob and i learning and mastering and it it, it'll never end and that's the thing man there's no like what we talked about in the podcast earlier there's no destination to get to it's in it's finding joy in every moment of this journey whether it feels good or not that's part of being human is to feel the full range of emotions and not try to seek pleasure and avoid pain because that's when you're going to find more pain in your life when you're trying to avoid it. The point of pain is it's information to get you to pay attention where you're fucking off in your life, man. And the, the more you have the capacity to feel and hold pain and suffering, the greater you are to enjoy and hold fucking joy in your body. And that's what I feel like we're talking about here. Like we've got to this place where we're experiencing great deals, a great deal of joy, because we've practiced this over time, and now it's like showing up really powerfully in our lives and transcending into all areas of our lives.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't know about you, man, but I'm, I'm gonna close out with this. Like at this stage of the practice, like, and and when I say the practice, what I mean is for you listening right now, of just finding that joy and that transcendence in the moment there's this felt experience like i feel it in my bones that hey if i'm having a shit time it's necessary it's necessary because it's here but it's also necessary because without it how would i know what a good time was Mm. The, the contrast is what allows us to experience this reality. So if you want to have a fucking killer day where you succeed with flying colors, you're gonna have a shit day to help you understand the context of that. It's just the way of things. And that's why I think life can kinda of feel sort of bland and boring when we're playing a smaller game. It's very level. There's no downs, but there's also no ups. So if you're taking on a lifestyle of feeling very very alive, know that if you're running into shit days, that means you're headed in the right direction
1: <laughs> amen, brother, a fucking man, rewind that part and listen again, rewind <laughs> that part a couple of times and listen again man i'm I am out with that, Rob I am out with that for sure that's great
0: yeah yeah i think I think that's about it for me as well. Thank you so much for listening, and uh we will catch you as usual next Friday now eight a m Eastern time. Now that we're both on the East Coast. Yep, yep. Love you. Take good care of yourselves.
1: Yeah, man. Peace.